0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Jamie Carragher and you are listening to the Kopite podcast.
1: What is happening, everyone? Welcome back to the Copy Podcast. It is another stat show. It feels like we haven't done one of these for a while, so you know it's me and you know who I'm joined by. It is Mike from Opta. Mike, how are you doing? Hey, Mick, not bad. Ready to do a Friday night show, but thanks <laughs> for having me on. <laughs> yeah, a little Friday night action, belated one, <laughs> but we've been chatting all day about the shit that's been going down with early kickoff, so I thought it'd be a good time to jump, to, to jump on and have a chat about it. And of, of course, the intro. Has a certain Jamie Carragher in, and of course he's just just gave you the nice little retweet on the on the yeah, tweet yeah. we're going to talk about first. What a, what a guy! Um, yeah. So yeah, it's of course the you will have seen. Hopefully that Liverpool are going to be playing early again after the international break against Man City. Of course we played play against Wolves. We, we're going to play against Everton next week, and then we've got City and probably a load more as well because it's just they'd just like to. Basically, try and piss Klopp off as much as they can. But the tweet you put up today kind of just encapsulates it and shows how how many Liverpool have had since 1718, and in comparison to the other teams, is just. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's grim viewing, isn't it? Really.
0: Yeah, it's so since 1718. So we're talking the last sort of six seven years ish. Um, that there, there's been 22 possible Saturday lunchtime kickoffs after an international break. And of those 22, uh, if you include the Everton and Man City games coming up, Liverpool have had 12 of the 22. So 55%, more than half of them. And then for more context to that, the nearest to Liverpool for that is Tottenham with five. So we're talking five being second and Liverpool with 12 being top. And you've got Chelsea and Man City both on on four, um, Everton on three, then, then a few teams on on two. So it's... It's, it's it's beyond more than sort of coincidence or an anomaly when it, it, it's become a real outlier now that they're probably just that far ahead for. It's be, it's clearly a regular thing and it makes you think there's a deeper reason for it, which we don't know, but it's 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 that far ahead, it's more than double, that it, it just, it, it gets to a point where it's a bit ridiculous.
1: Yeah, because I think we were mentioning on the last one, like it's hate to be like a conspiracy theorist and all that and like talking about like, how we've been um, dealt a bad card and whatever, and Liverpool draw viewers and all, all this stuff. But to keep, for it to keep happening and to see like the, like you said, like the likes of Spurs on five, and then you've got Man City on four, who who've won loads of titles in that period, and mm-hmm. even them, we've had three times as many. It's just like w- like what's what's going on here? Like you mentioned as well, like underneath that tweet about like City's games that they've played, like where at home for against us to, for three of them so it's like yeah. you can you can get on board and understand that uh, yeah it's, it's strange yeah because they've had
0: their four games but of their four games in that period three have been at home to liverpool as you said The other was away at fulham uh, i think in the 1819 season and um, but for three to be at home to liverpool it that, that <laughs> again that's bizarre that, that it's happened three times um and all all with them at home um, and I'm, again, I'm not saying there's any sort of conspiracy with that in particular because if you actually look at the three, the one at the start of 1718, which was five nil um, to Man City, but Mane got sent off and it kind of made it in non contest. I don't think anybody was really saying Liverpool were competing with Man City for the title at that early stage. Uh, and then there was one last season, the four one, where Liverpool went one the up. To be fair, but again, Liverpool were not competing with Man City for a, a title last season. So it's not. It wasn't in. This season we don't know whether Liverpool can compete with Man City for the title. So we don't know how much of an effect this season's one will have. But they're the three. So I'm not saying there's any conspiracy that it's been all Man City trying to get one over Liverpool to win more titles, but it's just it just shows how bizarre it is that you know, it's it's not a time slot that I think if you ask any Premier League manager they'd want, whether whether it's Klopp or Guardiola or even one of the lesser clubs, I don't think would want them because you don't have time to prepare for it ultimately. Especially if you have players like Liverpool do, South American players who are flying an awful long way back after midweek internationals in different continents of so thousands of miles away. Um, so I don't think anyone would want it. Um, it. Maybe it levels the playing field a bit for the sort of I'll inverted commas lesser clubs. So I'm not being disrespectful to them, but maybe if they have fewer of these international players who are jetting off, maybe it levels the playing field a little bit. But I still don't think they'd want it for that lack of preparation time. So the fact that Liverpool had twelve, and as you say, Man City four, and three of them have been against Liverpool. So if you take off the Liverpool games, they've had one. It's sort of it's it is, yeah. I I can't really explain it to be honest.
1: Yeah, it's it's hard to. I mean, you, when you message me, I couldn't. I mean, there was rumors floating around, where I think, like, it might be getting changed and whatever. And it's like, well, surely not, because it's been referenced so many times now, and we always say, like, on these shows, you're trying to bring up stuff that. um to get people talking about it because it needs to be the only way people know about it and talk about it if other people are, are talking about it as well. So yeah. um but yeah, you sent me over the the one about Klopp being in since Klopp's been in charge as well. And even that that's even that's even I don't know if it's grim of you and but like some of the teams we've played in that list. Um. Yeah. When you sent me it over, I was like, why, why, why was that even an early kickoff? <laughs> yeah. So I've
0: yeah. So I've sent you the list of game. The very first game Klopp had in charge of Liverpool was after an international break, and it was the lunchtime kickoff on a Saturday. So it's like a funny sign of things to come. It was as if people can remember the Tottenham game, nil-nil draw away from home. Um. You'll often get people posting that up and saying, "Oh, this was Klopp's first lineup. Look how far we've come, etc., etc." So. Quite an infamous game, even though it was 0-0. So that was the very first one. And to be fair, they didn't then have one until 2017. So they went from 2015 to 2017 without one, which is why I did a tweet from 2017-18, because as a percentage, I think it is worse from 2017-18. But as you say, 14 games overall, if you go back to that Tottenham game in 2015, so it's 14 overall. And again, the nearest to Liverpool in that time is Tottenham and Chelsea with six. So it's still miles ahead. And of those fourteen, it's worth pointing out that nine of Liverpool's have been away games. So Liverpool have had three more away games in that time slot than anybody else has had at home and away. So it's it's even worse to be away from home because Anfield maybe the crowd can get you through that tough that tough match, but Liverpool haven't really had that luxury that often. Just the five times, one of which will be the, the derby next week, of course. So yeah,
1: not ideal. Yeah, because when when I look at the list, like you can you can understand like the likes of Spurs and Everton and City United, whatever. But what I can't understand is, I mean, at the time you're probably not well, you're not thinking about it because there's it's, it's there's not many instances at that time with like the Palace one, and then there's Wofford to get like two games in a row against them is is yeah. early kickoffs, um, and then Wolves this season that one again was like that was just like when, I think we have done a why didn't that get done, that game. Like, yeah, yeah, why did we get that one? And then, of course, that we we, we were talking at, in that show about like the Everton one coming up, and then this one's happening as well. It's just, yeah, it's it's just hard to. I mean, we could talk about it all day, but it is hard to legislate or, and understand why this keeps happening. I know Klopp will. I mean, we were talking about like the press conference and whatever. Like, we were wishing he had it today because we would like to see the the raw reaction of Jurgen uh, yeah, Klopp to see what he thinks about this, but. It, it, he's going to be livid, isn't he? Again, uh,
0: it could be another case of we've just had Liverpool, um, you know, have to ask for VAR audio, VAR incident, and VAR rules and regulations have changed because of Liverpool asking for that. And they're now doing a different way of saying check, they don't just say check complete anymore and things like that. So, Liverpool have caused that change. Now, for me, if Klopp and the club can kick up a fuss about this. Again, this could be a change for the benefit of the whole Premier League where they say, right, after international breaks, we're not doing twelve thirty Saturday kickoffs. Simple as that. They just don't exist. And that would benefit everybody in the Premier League because every player would then get a longer rest. They wouldn't have to travel back from in McAllister's case, for example, Argentina or or South somewhere in South America on, on a Thursday. Train maybe lightly on the Friday, and then Saturday morning he's got to be up and ready for a for a kickoff. So it would benefit every player's well being in terms of they'd get. Listen, it's only a few hours to have a later Saturday kickoff. So I'm not saying it's perfect, and you never will get perfect. But those lunchtime ones are just extra hard after after a long jet lagging flight. I mean, we all we've all been on holidays, we've had jet lag, and you know how it feels. So imagine what it's like for these players, and then playing at the very highest level of a sport. um, And and they've got to be at their absolute physical peak just to be able to compete with the the opponent. Um, So it could be another case where, if Liverpool can say, this can't happen anymore, it's not doing that for Liverpool, it's doing that for all of the the, the Premier League to say, right, let's not have that kickoff slot even available after an international break, and then give the players more of a rest. And it might improve, we don't know, it might improve injuries, for, for all players across across the board, you know
1: what I mean? Yeah, I just if that if that does start up, then I'm going to stay off social media because every time, like the, obviously the VAR stuff and whatever, the people online who are like, yeah, yeah, it's Liverpool moaning and whatever, it's like, well, it's not for the greater benefit of everyone. It's just it yeah. just so happens that Liverpool are getting these dodgy decisions and dodgy um, fixtures, <laughs> fixtures yeah. getting put in, so. I mean, it's 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 it'll benefit everyone if I mean either that or like at least have a minimum for each club, like or like mm. to space them out, or everyone has to have X amount, or they can only have they can't go over I don't know two a season or one a season or well, whatever.
0: That that's the thing. There's only four international breaks in the season. You get September, October, November, and then there's one in March. So there's only four possible. Liverpool have had all three this season. They've had all four in 2023. The twenty teams in the Premier League just spread them out a little bit, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Why do we have to have every single yeah, yeah. one? Because that's the other thing we've had of the last eight Saturday lunchtime after an international break. Liverpool have had six. All four in 2023. So it's becoming more regular. It's like it's increasing. They're like going, oh, i just keep giving it to Liverpool. And it's a bizarre thing that it's <laughs> happening.
1: Uh, I I text you, I was like, it's it's that incompetence and that like Bad that you just laugh, like it's like that. Like, well, you get like we get with decisions now, it's like every week it's happening with not just Liverpool, everyone, and just watching stuff going, yeah, you'd expect it to be that bad, but just across the board, it's just horrific. And you were saying about like before we started recording about like Wolves and like McAllister and traveling long distances, and we, we were maybe not sure whether he's playing, and he does play, and he gets dragged off because he looks absolutely fucking knackered. I think, did we both sort of
0: predict the lineup, and we were pretty certain McAllister wasn't going to play?
1: Yeah.
0: I'm sure on that last podcast we did. I mean, I want your thoughts on that, to be honest. I was going to ask you about that. What was your
1: view on that? Yeah, we both said McAllister won't play, but Diaz might because he's more of a, I don't know, more of a warrior or whatever, and he's still... he's. Well, I mean, I think McAllister
0: played at like twelve thousand feet above sea level. Yeah, Bolivia, was he, Yeah, whereas Diaz didn't quite with...
1: have that extent. Yeah, he was like with oxygen canisters and all that, and you're like, he's going to be absolutely fucked. And then he's you know, then he starting and you're like, oh fuck's sake! But um, yeah, of course, we won that game. But again, it doesn't help that Liverpool have been slow starters this this season. But then when you factor in early kickoffs, regardless if it's before an international break or after. Mm-hmm difficult. You factor in away games as well, that makes it another layer of difficulty. Um And it's just, yeah, it's just like it's just piling up the pressure to make seem to to be to make it as as more difficult, most difficult as you can. So, uh, I mean, it's...
0: Well, because I, I did think that about I said that Wolves game, I'm, I'm pretty sure I said on this show, just get there, get out there and win. Doesn't matter how, it doesn't matter how you play because... When it's at that kickoff slot and it's away from home, you're just you're not gonna play well. And against Everton, are Liverpool gonna be able to play well next week at home. I think the, the thing with the Wolves game and it's gonna be different with Everton, and it, that worries me a little bit. The thing with the Wolves game is Liverpool had substitutes to bring on and change that game. Um, McAllister could come off and and they put and Jones deeper, and then it went more attacking. And Diaz and Nunez both came on, obviously as substitutes rather than starting the game after their long journey back. So Liverpool had those options to sort of change things in that game, whereas against Everton, if those South American players can't start um, and if, obviously, Jones is suspended, we don't know if Gakpo's fit. So suddenly, the options don't look to be there where if we have a sluggish start, can we turn that around against Everton? Uh, Whereas we were fortunate against Wolves, we could. But it's just so coincided. We've got a suspension to Jones and we've possibly got a Gapo injury that we don't know about. Robertson is possibly injured yeah. um, got injured for Scotland, didn't he, last night? So there's that unknowns against Everton next week um, to add to the already not ideal fact that it's a 12.30 30 kickoff.
1: Yeah, as soon as this is all happening, and then we saw the Robertson injury texture, like a, a lineup prediction, and I was just like, Yeah. Just struggle like not struggling, but you're like fucking hell. Like there's so many, like we're like let's pray this Gakpo is fit because if Nunes yeah. is only fifth of the bench, McCall only fifth of the bench. Like hopefully Diaz is fit to start, then at least you've got Salah Gakpo. I mean, even if Diaz isn't, you've got you've still got Jota coming back, which is good. Like I said, Jones isn't Jones isn't there. Um, there's is a decision to be made, I guess, whether simicas Plays, or does he throw Gomez in there? There's a, there's a few different... Or
0: even Luke Chambers, which would be a sort of left field shout, but... It would be. <laughs> <laughs> but um, those are the options, aren't they? Yeah. I, I, I suspect it'd be Simicast, but I've seen a lot of shouts for Gomez, and you did mention Gomez, because you, on in on paper he's probably ideal yeah. to do that, if you're going to have Trent inverting, and then the left back becomes almost the centre-back. Gomez is arguably better suited to that than Simicast would be, but I'll just Klopp on that
1: one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's loads of stuff that I mean to think about, and I'm sure Klopp will be absolutely fucking seething into his pint of Erdinger or whatever he's having tonight, <laughs> looking at yeah. looking at that news. Like, why is it? Why is it keep happening? And players playing? I mean, I think it was Nunes versus Diaz, weren't it? In one of the games the other day. Yeah, New yeah. York, of um so I mean having these players from South America we've always loved them they always do well for us but they're traveling and stuff and then having the the game earlier straight after is just if yeah if these conversations keep happening the likes of Karen and whatever are retweeting you and if Joyce wants to give you a little retweet as well and people are <laughs> seeing it but then people online just take it as Liverpool are moaning and I get and I guess we are in theory we are moaning yeah. but if there's a there's enough Evidence there to say what the fuck's going on, isn't he?
0: And as I said earlier, it's all yes, it's Liverpool fans moaning at this. But as I said, if this was to change and it would say right, no more twelve thirty kickoffs after international break, that would benefit everybody in the league. It wouldn't just benefit Liverpool, So it well, if it benefits everyone, it, it there's no benefit advantage to any team over another. It's just good for everyone, just like the VAR changing protocol was when yeah, it was Liverpool moaning about. Having a perfectly good goal ruled out, um, but but if it if it benefits everyone, I, I, ultimately someone's got to kick up a fuss or nothing will change. And in Liverpool's case, they'll probably keep getting given these kickoff slots. I'd have loved Klopp's press conference to have been today, um, because I'm sure he would have been. I, he'll probably get asked about it next week, to be fair, and I await his uh, response to that because that could be entertaining. But because um, he won't be happy, um, whether he can sort of cause enough of a storm to change anything remains
1: to be seen i just hope for um james pierce's sake that someone else asks before him josh needs to ask it someone someone needs to take one for the team because i do fear for P- james pierce in that room because <laughs> yeah. cloth will jump over and absolutely chin him i've got i've got no <laughs> doubt about Live it on tv <laughs> 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 Live on YouTube with loads of people just like posting yeah, yeah. from the chat. Oh my god, yeah, it's funny. It's funny. Um, yeah, so before we go, then, Mike, what do you? I mean, we're gonna hopefully do a show next next week sometime, just not yeah. like the season so far, and then looking ahead to Everton and stuff. But what what are your thoughts then? Go of the season so far and going into Everton, how how we've done?
0: Yeah, well, I was not to do a sort of shameless plug here, but I was on L- LFC TV today um and sort of giving my thoughts there um and um my view is that Liverpool have had a fairly tough start all things considered um we look, look at Liverpool's away games they've had Chelsea Newcastle Tottenham Brighton in there Wolves at a 12 30 so I'd say away from home Liverpool have had a bit of a stinker won every single home game but then if you combine that with all the red cards um I think that's made it a really tricky start and it's really tricky to actually assess how good this Liverpool team is because of that, because, you know, of that difficulty um, in terms of, if you look at, compared to Tottenham and I'm not trying to d- demean what they've done because I think Andrew Postecoglou is a great manager, but four of their six wins have been against the current bottom four in the league and another one was against us where we had nine men and it was an own goal that won in the game. So it's, again, I think it's, at a stage where it is early to judge. But given the tough start, given the red cards, given those, the five of the eight games have been away from home, I think to be three points off the top, I'll take that 100% all day. Um, and I'm, I hope you agree with me, Mick, there, but that's my thoughts anyway.
1: Well, basically, me and Christian done a chat and we basically said the same thing. If you factor in what Liverpool have done, if you gave that fixtures set up, up until this point to any other team... It, I mean, 90% of the teams wouldn't have done better than Liverpool. Like, considering I not have. That, yeah. Like Newcastle, like the tricky games. Like Chelsea first was always going to be tricky because they were in a bit of an unknown quantity with a new mm-hmm. manager and whatever. They've gone since gone on to be quite shit. But I think that first game, they looked really good. But like yeah. Newcastle, Brighton. And I think we weren't great that game either. We were so a bit of a combo yeah. of the both. Yeah. So there's, there's plenty of optimism, and then you look, obviously, forward. like got Everton next, uh, next two games at our home, Everton, and then Forest. You've got Luton, Brentford, of course, the City game. So, I mean, apart from that, but around that, there's like Fulham and Sheffield United, Palace. So there's plenty of winnable games there in a, that we can get a bit of a run going. Because, like you said, it's hard to judge where Liverpool are, because you don't want to be like... Because Klopp's mentioned like Liverpool 2.0, and... We've been really good, but it's only when you come up against the cities and the Arsenals where you can mm. where you can go, this is where we are, and use it as a bit of a barometer. Yeah. Like we played Newcastle, beat them. We would I'm convinced we would have beat Spurs if we would have had eleven on the pitch. Even if I we go, ten, had a goal, we yeah. still would have won that game, I think. So I think we need to wait for those games to come round yeah. to kind of get a better picture of where we are, don't we?
0: Yeah, and um, and and like you say, those next four are Everton, Forest, Brentford at home, and Luton away. So three of the next four are at home. And I actually, again, something I said on LFC TV, if you look at the average position of every team's next four games, on paper, Liverpool have the easiest run. So you're looking at it thinking, right, now we've got a chance. But it doesn't work that way. And we know it doesn't work that way because this Everton game is a 12.30 kick-off where we don't know how fit Liverpool squad's going to be. Um, and Everton will be right up from the derby trying to take a point at Anfield, all or, or three if they can. Um, and uh, the looting away game stands out as well because Liverpool didn't win away from home to any promoted team last season. It was a draw with Fulham and lost to Forest and um, Bournemouth away from home. So that, so that carries on. Do you know what I mean? That, that that's But that's the kind of thing where if we want to show this is a new Liverpool, it has to be a win, doesn't it? Um, and then Forest at home and Brentford at home. Now, if you want to win the title, yes, you've probably got to win those games. If it was Man City playing those two teams, I'm saying, yeah, you've got to win. To win the league and if you're not you're probably not at the level that we expect we don't know what li- level we expect from liverpool though so it's quite I'd, I'd, it's hard to say Our liverpool this title contending new team now it's really hard to say um so yeah we'll we'll see we'll find out a bit in these next four games if they can avoid some red cards please then, then we'll know
1: a bit more won't we well if we can avoid red cards and just have some favourable decisions to kind of balance out the shocker that was Diaz, then that would be absolutely lovely. But I, th- I feel like because Liverpool, are, we d- kind of don't know what this season's going to be. Is it a title charge? Is it a top four charge? What? What is it? Um, but at the same time, um, Man City have lost, I think it was two games in a row for the first mm-hmm. time for, for, God knows, I think six December years 2018. Yeah, five yeah, so years. fucking hell. It's like, if they're having like a bit of a, I mean, I'm I'm convinced because the missing players, of course, they're going to come back and be the same they've been. But if we can take yeah. maybe a little bit of advantage in this lull that they're having, and maybe and start to get a few points on the board in this, like you said, a favorable run, then it's we can be we can go on. I mean, I'm not saying we're going to go on like a run like we have done in the past because that's maybe unrealistic to say. But I do feel like the players that we've got, if we can keep everyone fit and just get rid of internationals, full stop. I feel like yeah. we can. We can get into it once. Once Liverpool are in a rhythm, but we tend to start. Well, we can start to put, like get get the results on the board, can't we?
0: I think that's key because the
1: November break. Once that
0: November international break's done and dusted, there isn't then an international break till March. So you can sort of then fully focus on club football and the games. We know our games come thick and fast. It's certainly in December time in, the, in for Premier League teams when you sort of get, you know, extra competition, Start with the FA Cup in January. You got a League Cup. Games in 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 december as well um and the europa league of, of course is four out of the six group games still to go so there's plenty of games for liverpool to come but if yeah when you put it that way with the international break november being the last one if liverpool can end that november break and even after the man city game let's say they've lost to man City, which we, we obviously don't know and we hope doesn't happen but even if after that game liverpool can still be in and around these top four places or or even higher that would be you'd take that because then you can say right we can push on from here and really focus and as long as you don't have too many injuries to deal with after that I think then we can then assess and say right now we can really give the league a good go
1: yeah I think I think we're considering the fixtures and the way we've had to basically rebuild the whole midfield I think it's Itty, it is exciting times like I am always excited to watch Liverpool play and I couldn't say yeah. that very often last year in that period where you mentioned like mm. Bournemouth losing to Bournemouth and whatever that was just a, mm. a very very dark time Um and I think Liverpool have turned the corner since then especially with the players we brought in there's just a load of Zorba leading the way with like how hungry he is and stuff like so it's, yeah. there's a lot to be excited about Um but yeah we'll leave it there Mike thanks very much for jumping on late on a, no, cheers, on a, late on a Friday yeah. night having having a little cup of tea was you then or I've yeah, got myself, yeah. a little, myself a little IPA yeah. I'm not sure about it but does the job <laughs> does the job on yeah, a yeah.
0: I'll pro- probably get a bit of myself after this I just thought I've just got in for, for <laughs> from going out so I've, I need I need some, some to hydrate me.
1: <laughs> little cat little caffeine hit. Um yeah but yeah thanks Mike for jumping on as always um like I always say if you're not following Mike on Twitter or x as it's now called but i don't know i'm going to stop yeah. saying that i'm going to just call it twitter and um, then yeah go and give him a follow it's at michael underscore read 11 go and give him a follow because there's always always good stuff on there so go and give him a follow and yeah nice one michael jumping on nice one everyone for listening and we'll be back very soon to have another chat about the reds up the reds nice one i'm
0: jamie carragher and you are listening to the Eye podcast
1: Podcast Network.